So joining us this morning is Felix Benell. We have some rare breaking history news, yeah. right? We do. Yeah. Wow. Long lost sidewheeler ship that sank off the coast of Washington nearly 150 years ago has been found by a local of maritime pair of them, maritime historians. This is a Cairo News Radio exclusive. Break yeah. it for us. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's breaking this morning. The ship we're talking about is called the SS Pacific. It's a 225 foot long sidewheel steamer, a real old time thing. Um, if you know what that is, um, it's for carrying passengers and cargo. This is way back in the Washington Territory days. I just tweeted a picture of the actual ship or a drawing of the actual ship if you, if you want to see what it looks like. It was on its way from the Puget Sound in Victoria to San Francisco when it collided with a big sailing ship in the dark off of Cape Flattery on November 4th, 1875. That's officially a really long time ago. Yeah. Um, now, when the Pacific went down, it was a terrible tragedy. Loss of hundreds of lives makes it one of the most, if not the most, deadly maritime disaster in, the North, in Northwest history. The guy who led the search for the SS Pacific is named Jeff Hummel. He's in his late 50s. He's been doing underwater recovery of historic boats and planes with his friend Matt McCauley. Matt's a good friend of this show, by the way, since they were in high school on Mercer Island over 40 years ago. I'm not hearing anything. Let's see. The wreck is in remarkable condition, and we believe that it is going to be just an absolute treasure trove of artifacts from this era, you know, absolute time capsule. We believe that we will find items made of leather. We believe we'll find items made of cloth. We'll find bottles of wine. I mean, the state of preservation is, is really incredible. You know, Jeff Hummel's been searching for the SS Pacific for about 30 years, and he's certainly not the first guy to look for it. The fact the wreck happened in 1875 means that reliable data to locate the vessel was hard to come by. That meant an enormous search area of hundreds and hundreds of square miles, and that was made it difficult for, for most searches to ever succeed. But Jeff found an unexpected way to locate the wreck and to confirm that it's the SS Pacific through a process that should be called forensic geology. One of the ways that we narrowed down the search was to work with commercial fishermen who occasionally bring things up in their nets. And eventually we found some fishermen that occasionally would get coal. And we eventually got a sample of the coal. We had it chemically analyzed. And we're able to determine that the coal came from a coal mine down in Coos Bay, Oregon, that was owned by the owners of the ship and would have been part of the fuel that the ship had from San Francisco. It's like CSI shipwreck. That's Pretty incredible. cool. Now, they just secured legal salvage rights to the wreck here in federal court, and they're being a little bit cagey about the specific whereabouts. They do say it's at a depth of somewhere between 1,000 and 2,000 feet below the surface. They want to protect the wreck and those artifacts and what could be as much as 200 pounds of gold on board. Gold. <laughs> yeah, by the way, footnote. Now, Jeff Hummel and the crew he works with have sent down remote operated vehicles. They've taken some images of the wreck and the debris field, which they say clearly shows the two side wheels on the bottom as, as if they broke off as the ship sank, which is really cool. Now, uh, Matt McCauley, well, it wasn't really cool. It was, it was a terrible tragedy. I'm sorry. I apologize to anyone who, who remembers people who died in 1875 on the ship. I apologize. Now, Matt McCauley is leading the historic research efforts and what he hopes will be preservation and display of the artifacts in a museum. Matt says that in 1875, many miners were leaving Victoria, headed back to San Francisco after being in the Cashier District of far northern British Columbia, where a gold rush was underway. This means the SS Pacific was packed with hundreds of passengers. They were jamming people into the into the vessel. The carpenters were, were nailing up bunks uh, in, the, in the salon deck um, to accommodate all these, all these people. So it's not like they had tickets and they knew exactly. They were just cramming them on. So no one knows exactly how many passengers were aboard. It couldn't have been as many as 400. And in the, one of the old books I have from the 1890s that talks about this wreck, it lists all these names of all these European-Americans, and it says, and 41 Chinamen, which is sort of sad to see it listed oh. that way. Now, about the actual disaster, it was around 10 p.m. on the evening of November 4, 1875, as the SF Pacific was making its way south near Cape Flattery. It collided with a big sailing ship called Orpheus, which had turned in front of it. Very complicated, uh, unclear exactly who was at fault. 
But that sailing ship was, was empty and headed north to Nanaimo to pick up coal. Now, the Orpheus was just a few years old. It was made of 12-inch thick oak, and the SS Pacific was 25 years old and was clad in 2-inch thick planks, so it was really no match. And in the dark, the Orpheus was under sail. It was also damaged in the collision. The crew of the Orpheus assumed the Pacific was okay, and it just kept going. They oh, didn't man. hang around to try to pick up oh, survivors. Yeah. Plus, they're under sail, and it's hard to really navigate. And it's dark, yeah. and you can't see yeah. what's happening. So it didn't take very long for the Pacific to sink. Only a handful of details of what happened came to light afterwards because there were only two survivors. <gasps> One who floated around on debris for 40 hours. Oh, my. And one who floated around on debris for 80 hours. Oh, my goodness. Insane. Now, among those lost was the captain, who was brother-in-law of former Confederate President Jefferson Davis. Uh, Another was the husband of Frances Fuller Victor. Um, She's one of the most important West Coast historians of the 19th century. And there's all kinds of stories like that about the Pacific, and there's all kinds of research to do. As far as the wreck, Jeff Hummel says the next thing is to do more site analysis next year. We're planning on doing artifact recovery from the debris field next fall. So sometime like September, October of next year, we'll do that. And the uh, debris field is a few thousand square meters. And uh, we're going to you know, develop some equipment to recover and preserve the artifacts from there. So this is in the early stages of the recovery portion of the project. Now, Jeff and Matt are used to things taking a long time in terms of being patient. I mentioned they've been doing this sort of thing since high school. Some people might remember the story from the early 80s. One of the first things they ever recovered was a Navy plane off of Sand Point on Lake Washington, a Curtis Helldiver. It's under restoration in Colorado and likely to become one of only two remaining examples of that plane, which are still flyable. Matt and I are responsible for 50% of the flying relics of that particular airplane. And it would have been scrapped and melted down into pop cans if we hadn't done what we did. And we, we pulled it out at age 19, and when we see it fly, we'll have our literally have our grandchildren with us. <laughs> Thanks for making me feel young. Yeah. Now, I, side note, I used to go to parties at Matt's house at Mercer Island back in the 80s, Matt, and that Helldiver was, was, <laughs> was in the front yard with a tarp over it. We would stand around drinking beer looking what? at the Helldiver airplane. Yeah. Then the Navy took it away. It's a crazy long story. So anyway... The SS Pacific being discovered, this is huge news. This will take years to unfold, but it's pretty big news. Every shipwreck expert in, in the area knows this is the most important wreck that's been missing for almost 150 years. This feels like it should be an HBO Max prestige yeah. miniseries. I mean, like, focused on one of those survivors and, and the, the... And then the, the old lady drops her necklace yeah, over the side uh, yeah. and she goes to sleep and <laughs> dies in her sleep. And then that like the, familiar. The, the, and Celine Dion starts singing. Do we know I, if any of those survivors <laughs> dropped their loved one off the edge of a door? I don't... <laughs> there was room on that door. There was room on that door. There was. It wasn't that cold. <laughs> no. Anyway, not to make light of a terrible tragedy, no. but it is exciting that yeah. the history is coming to light and we'll be seeing these artifacts and learning more about this incredible story thanks to these two guys awesome and check your social media to see that drawing i was just looking at a really interesting story felix thank you very much thank you